0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: Take this. Cause I make it orderly. You could say I'm sort of the boss, so get lost. The brother who will make you change opinions. Dominions, I'm in them when it's time to kick shit from the heart. Cause I get a piece of the action. Feeling satisfaction from the street crowd reaction. Jump full guns when they feel afraid. Too late when they dip in the kick, they get sprayed. Lemonade was a popular drink and it still is. I get more props and stunts than Bruce Willis. A poet like Blankston Hughes and can't lose when I cruise. Out on the expressway, leaving the bodega, I say suave. premier got more beats than Bonds got hate, Clips I've inserted into my gun. So I can take the money, never have to run. Alright.
2: Rap is an art. You can't own no loops. It's how you hook 'em up and the rhyme style truth. So don't even think you could say something bit. Off your weak beat, come on, you need to quit.
3: Thank you very much. Woohoo! Hi, right, you're listening to the Black Out Tills Podcast with your host, Rod, and... Karen. And we have our guest in here. This is, what is this, like our fourth guest? Yeah. Getting up there. you number
2: four.
3: We got our guest here, Chris. This is my homeboy. Say what's up there, everybody, Chris. What's up, everybody? And we brought him on here to talk a little bit of NBA. Then we're going to do a little news. Then we're going to get the hell out of here. Um, and... First of all, Chris just had a baby, right? Yes, that's correct. How's the baby doing? She's doing
2: great. Yeah, um, cute, you know, not too laid back, she's a little bit laid back, so she was real well behaved when
3: uh whenever we went out to New Zealand, she uh the yeah, first baby gracious. I seen and
2: didn't cry. Yeah. Well, you know, she's not racist or anything, you know, she's yes.
3: she's she's got that going for her,
2: so yes. y'all must She let anybody hold her. Y'all watch a lot of BET? Or, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to get her <laughs> She bobs her head now to the hip hop. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how you get them started, right, man. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and then also, uh, Chris, me and Chris, man, we love the NBA. And we always, we always talk about it. We always debate about it. And that's like not a lot of my friends that follow the NBA even a little bit. So, uh, it's just a good, good to have somebody on here that I can talk shit about, you know, with the NBA a little bit. So that's why we brought Chris on here. I had people submit questions through Twitter, through Facebook, And um, we're basically just gonna answer these questions. I'm not gonna try to make a long, drawn-out debates and shit because I know you got you gotta go get back to that baby. And plus, you live out in the middle of uh, Virginia, so you gotta drive and shit. So um, let's just go ahead and get started. Um, Is Josh Smith an an all-star?
2: In my opinion, yes. Right. Just because I think he's playing a lot better this year more efficient, in taking the right shot, doing the right thing on defense. He brings it every night, at least the games I've seen. Right.
3: Um, You know, I don't think he's all world, but, you know, I definitely think he's all star. Yeah, dude had, first of all, he's averaging like the most blocks on the team, the most steals, and I think four assists. I don't know if that's the most assists on the team or not, but four assists for a power forward. That's pretty good. Pretty damn ridiculous, right? And, Horford made it to the All Star team because somebody got hurt. Right. But I think Paul Pierce shouldn't have made it because he was hurt the majority of the first half of the season and kinda of got in just off of name recognition alone. And I think Josh Smith should have been in there, man. I think so too. I mean,
2: you know, he's one of the best players on a good playoff team. You know. Yep. So that whole argument about you know he's not on a bad team, doesn't really hold water. You know, he's their defensive anchor, you know. Yep. And he's, not, he's making a smart shot now,
3: that he used to. Yeah. So that was my man. Uh, my man Marcus had that question at the gym. We kind of got into it because I, he was saying some ridiculous stuff. And I was like, uh, maybe you haven't seen Josh Smith play this year. Because he's like, he shoots too many threes. It's like, not this year. I all he does is dunk on people. <laughs> well, he's shooting over 50% this year, which is the best shooting percentage
2: ever. So. Exactly, man. I
3: remember back in the day, we went, he used to uh, we went, uh, me and my friends, we went to a Pacers versus uh, uh, Hawks game. This is back when the Hornets had left. So we drove down to Atlanta, we go there. Every single time Josh Smith wound up one of those threes, because he kind of shot puts that three, yep. the entire crowd's like, oh <laughs> no! And then brick. <laughs> 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 it was ridiculous, man. He was so oblivious to the crowd. He was just like, fuck that. I got this. And brick every time. It was, it was so funny.
2: Yeah, you can hear a booing in the background. Like, yeah, you know, Even last year when he was jacking up threes. Yeah, it's so like,
3: crazy. <laughs> like, you know, no one on his team thinks that's a good shot. No coach is working with him on that shot. No. It's just completely like, I can shoot these, and then just whatever. All right, next question. Um, my friend Mike, he's a Celtics fan, right? Okay. I respect Mike. He's a good basketball player. He's been playing um, playing, like college football and stuff. Nice guy and everything. But because he's a Celtics fan... He's extremely biased to everybody on his team, and I don't think he would let other teams get away with the antics that Paul Pierce. Every time he gets tapped, he has to lay down like he got shot. Kevin Garnett. Ah. Kevin Garnett is always in people's grills, like even if it's like a five eleven point guard, he's like towering over him, like yeah, fuck you, and like cursing at him. Uh, Kendrick Perkins and his forever mean face. You know, like it's like you know, your mom is like, don't make that face or it'll stick. Like it worked, it, it, it stuck, it stuck. But like those antics, like I understand that's his team, but th- that's that's not acceptable in basketball. I don't think you got to strike a balance. I mean, you can't be the San Antonio Spurs because you're
2: boring. Right, and you that's know? true. You can't have too much swag like the Celtics. So right. you, you got to be more like kind of like the Lakers. Right, you know, pull you got, it out when you need it. Yeah, pull it out like Kobe Bryant. You know, he's got he's got that you know I don't that jacked up look that he developed last year. I don't know what that was. Yeah, I'm glad he stopped.
3: I thought about that yesterday. He hit a big shot yesterday. He didn't make that face, and yeah. i was like, oh, he must have done away with that. Thank yeah. good for him. Well, that face just
2: makes me think he's dental work. You know, yeah,
3: seriously, <laughs> it's like, dude, I really didn't believe right that chick. but <laughs> You got to stop doing this because it's not helping your cause. Yeah. It's not this yeah. is not a good look. Yeah, but um. Yeah. So, I, and the other thing is, like, uh, Paul Pierce, I, I I think Paul Pierce is kind of a tough guy. He's always played kind of tough, but it's a little bit embarrassing to watch him get get these injuries and just like, I need medical assistance. Call nine one one, and then not even miss a minute of. Of action, he doesn't even come out yeah. of the game. No. On the low, there wouldn't have been a tussle if he hadn't have been laying on the floor like he I mean, got shot in the arm. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's weird, man. I, and I like, I like all these guys. This is, I do too. It, and obviously, Ray Allen punched a dude all the dude. Nuts a long time ago. <laughs> so I mean, it's so, just a circus Chris Paul though. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's just weird having watching one guy because you know he's my boy in the Celtics on team It's weird watching Mike have to defend all this nonsense and that's like, if, if I say, well, KG's, uh, KG's just acting like a punk, man. He needs to calm down sometimes. he's like, well, well what about when Kobe does such a-? He's like, no, that, that's not what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> saying KG's over the top, man. He's old. But, um, like, anyway.
2: They gotta rest, man. They're old. You know, that whole old men's strength you talking about. That's what I think them. it is. They got it for a little while, but then they gotta rest.
3: I really think that they are, like, we're getting old. Can't keep up with these young boys, but we can scare the hell out of these dudes. Oh yeah, and they're pretty much just—they're pretty oh, yeah. much just trying to come out young with the t- whips and chains. <laughs> on oh, here, young boy, I got yeah. some for you. <laughs> yeah, they all look like after they shoot the ball, they call you young blood or <laughs> something like cat daddy or some shit like that. Those dudes are so old. Um, all right, so um, all right, let's talk to somebody else. Uh, Chucky, you know Chucky. Yeah, Chucky was look—we were looking at the broadcast game. He was like, Steven Jackson wasn't getting any calls in the first half. And he said it was because he complained to the refs too much. Second half, he got a ton of calls after he got a tech. The whole team started getting calls. We got right back in the game. My, my belief is working the refs to a point is, is good. Like you, If you shut the fuck up all the time like the podcast used to do, you will you get, get beat no all calls, the time. Yeah. You, yeah, you won't get no calls. But I've never seen a good player not work the refs. Oh yeah. You know, he, well,
2: and even the coaches, like Phil Jackson's a master at that. Yes. You know, I mean, he works the refs. They get they get the call. like he'll make one comment and then the next game they'll have 43 fouls. Exactly. You know, but I think it depends on the ref, too. I mean, I don't know definitely, if, I don't definitely. know if you remember a couple of years ago when uh I think it was Joey Crawford tossed Chip Duncan. For nothing. For laughing. Oh, yeah, remember? He's like, oh, something funny? Yeah. You want okay. to, remember
3: when he started to fight the guy? Yeah. Come, Come on. on, to, Come on. <laughs> First of all, he, he don't want nothing to Tim Duncan <laughs> no, anymore. No, he don't. But, it, yeah, like Joey Crawford, and he still has a job, by the way. Yeah. But he's quick to give a T, and I, I recognize that. But, like, like, just saying in general, unless there's a player who's known for getting, like, techs, I think that's when it goes over the line. When Maron yeah. Tex led the league in yep. he wouldn't get any calls. Rasheed Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, like Mark there's Howard. exactly. You yep. start just freaking the fuck out. Yes, they will yeah. not blow the whistle, but I think with a guy like Stephen Jackson, who's using it kind of to his mental advantage, like yep. I'm a kick, I, I'm not getting kicked out, but I will say something after a couple of bad calls, and then he doesn't do it again. I think there's just a fine line. I don't, I don't think it's. Over, I don't think there's any guy who's really getting penalized right now. And I say right now because I, I really can't think of somebody that's, get, that's doing it obsessively. Mm-hmm. Even with Dwight. Like, I think he does it because he's so big that he's getting the shit beat out of him every night. Well, I
2: mean, <laughs> so that people don't get penalized. I just think some people get more calls. Yeah. You know, like, Durant's up there now. Kobe, yeah. you know, LeBron. All those guys get more calls. Now, Dwight... He's not yeah. getting as many, so maybe
3: that's why he's got the beef. And also, I think with Durant, what killed, what was helping him and hurting him, he's so skinny. Yeah. Like, it yeah, in a way, man. it helps him tremendously because it's like, you touch him, it looks like you threw him on the ground. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> you know, it could just be a love tap. So it kind of helps him out. And he doesn't get texts normally because it's like, what do I got to get a text for? I'm going to get the call anyway. But we'll see what happens when he bulks up and see if he gets those same calls. Um... Alright, so my man, uh, oh, uh, this is really neither here nor there, but we were talking about Paul Pierce earlier, I think Paul Pierce should step his antics up, and the next time he gets fouled, he lays down, he should wait until they bring out a stretcher, a body bag, put a toe tag on him, and then come back (laughs) from the dead as zombie Paul Pierce. And play the rest of the game, Bizarro like, ha- like <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> after every shot, he should be like brains <laughs> or some shit, just, just to freak everybody out. because He's got a flip for the dramatic.
2: Well, he right. he can well, he could be like to and have something inside with like a red sharpie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And
3: like, and like look, make it look like he's bleeding yeah. out. Of <laughs> Yeah, it's like leave, like they can do chalk outlines around his body and like have Horatio come over and be like, I think he's played his last game. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> like they can do that whole that whole thing, but um, alright. So, um, I was gonna do playoff predictions, but I, I think that'll take too long. That's too many series. We kind of talked about it earlier, but um, I don't know. I, I, that'll take too long, so fuck that shit. Um, let's do some more questions three carry on items this dude on twitter he wants to know why does the NBA why doesn't the NBA find Udonis Haslam for having super naps that make Ah! that make up his facial hair I don't know (laughs) can you can you find somebody for having naps Because if so, they need to find Ronald Tess for that gold hair that he's rocking lately.
2: What about uh, Sean Stevenson
3: uh, uh, and Drew Good? Yeah, there's a lot of (laughs) final offenses going on. Yeah. And besides,
2: there wouldn't be anything to talk about. Yeah. I mean, come on. Sean Stevenson, who cares about that guy? I think if
3: you're not going to be good, matter of fact, I'm going to have to go the opposite of my man on three carry on items. If you're not good, you should have to grow some crazy facial Mm -hmm. hair or do something funny like I looked at Brian Calabrini the other day and he had on a tan suit jacket with black pants and he looked like an extra for like welcome back Cotter or, <laughs> or like somebody's like assistant junior high school principal or something but you know what you suck Brian Calabrini. I uh, thank you well even like Birdman yeah Burtman. He's, a, he's a role
2: player but he, he yeah. rocks the spike too Mohawk yeah.
3: it out you know what I'm saying get some tats Make me talk about you. Because let's be honest. I'm not going to... This is the last time I'm bringing up Udonis has him on this podcast. And it's always because this dude thinks he has an facial face So if you're not going to... I mean, and I like Udonis. I mean, he's made a whole career off of being Horace Grant-like and just saying, Hey, I'm open. Like, that's his entire fucking <laughs> resume. And it's beautiful because if I was in the NBA, that is what I would want to do. I wouldn't want to be a star... I just want to play for, like, 15 years hitting 15-foot jump shots and never, ever be questioned question about why didn't I play better. No one expects shit out of you, Donnie. You can get two points, you can get 30 points, and you're still like, hey, good job, man. That's it. All right. Uh, My man Ricky GQ said, uh, Brandon Jennings looked more poised in his first playoff game than Kevin Durant. This is not really a question, but I think I know what he wants us to talk about, and um, honestly, man, I feel like it was kind of luck. Like Andrew is hurt, so somebody yeah. has somebody. Those shots go somewhere. Um, even the rest of their big men aren't really that good. Mm-mm. So it, it's kind of like he had to shoot. And the next game, he didn't play that well. So I mean, it's, it's back to normal, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, and then KD, he had Ron Artest on him, yeah. and Ron Artest had went Super Saiyan. Cause his hair, (laughs) fucking. (laughs) I know he just just looking at his hair. I think Ron Artest is old, but he's just tricking dudes into being like he's crazy as hell. I don't think I can hit this jump shot, you know. Yeah, Dennis Rodman. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, Like Dennis Rodman didn't start doing that shit till he slowed down a step, and it's like, well now he's coming out with silver hair. Maybe it's just crazy. Maybe I shouldn't shoot this shot. So I I don't know. I think um, my man Ron Artest just got a KD's head because then the next game. Even though he didn't shoot as well—not that well—shot a little better, and he scored a lot more points. And I really think that Lakers series is coming down to how quickly can L.A. beat a young team before that team before Kevin Durant figures out how to score around a test consistently. Because whoever whoever races to four games in that series, if the Lakers can get them out of there in like five or six they'll be a lot better off than trying to risk a game seven, seven yeah. with Kevin Durant. You don't want to see that. No, yeah, and you and,
2: don't. And, and L.A. doesn't have anyone that can take Westbrook.
3: No. I mean, no, because he I has mean, been he balling. Was, I mean, he
2: was killing Fisher last night. Yeah, uh, and like found. I said, man,
3: I, I was really surprised that they didn't try to acquire some point guard. I thought Felton was a perfect fit, but any point guard, like Kirk Heinrich. any point guard, yeah. a defensive point guard that can just hit an open jump shot is all you really need. Because you don't need a lot of scoring. You don't really need a lot of playmaking. But you do need a dude that can get in Russell Westbrook's way. Like, Derek Fisher right now is just kind of like, Oh, you're going to go buy me again? Well, that's cool. All right. Well, shit. (laughs) I'll be over here if you guys need me to shoot a three. And I don't know how often you can keep hitting those timely threes to justify getting 30 points for the point. Yes. All right. So, oh, (laughs) three carry-on items had another question. Why don't KG elbows ever hurt anyone? I guess
2: they're
3: not shopping up I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Man. That's uh, comes Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a KG elbow that hurt, hurt somebody. I can't think of one, so maybe he's right. Um, let's see. My boy John uh, goes by Smooth as Silk on Twitter. Of course, he spells it ephonically. Uh, S-M-U-V like Victor. A S. S-I-L-K. Smooth mm. as silk.
2: Oh, yeah, John. I want to tell you, thank you for the money that you're going to be sending us. We're going to be eating very well. Yes,
3: sucker Bobcats made the playoffs, bitch. Yes. yes. You didn't see that coming, did you? No. Uh, I'm going to take pictures with that when I eat your steak, dog. I'm going to take pictures and send it to you on your phone. Anyway, um, he wants to know, do the Cavs have bad coaching because their offense is so stagnant? Um, I think that's a complex question. Um, I don't think they have bad coaching in it. Overall, because they they have one of the better defenses in the NBA consistently. And that's even when LeBron's hurt. Like They have some sort of defensive scheme that is pretty genius and kind of hard to get NBA players to buy into a defensive system for three, four, five years in a row. Mm -hmm. But offensively, uh, they need to holler at uh, Charlie Weiss or something. They need an offensive coordinator back.
2: (laughs) You know, I don't know. I mean... I think it is complicated because you've got, like, during the regular season, they were third in offense. Right. You know, efficiency. So they were efficient, you know, good offense. Right. I think it's the in-game adjustments that's the problem. Yeah, they don't adjust very well. You know yeah, yeah. They have a good system, and then it breaks down, and everyone watches LeBron do his thing.
3: And LeBron is that good. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like you can't blame Mike Brown because I'm not saying it would make me lazy if I was coaching LeBron, but... Yeah, about twenty to twenty-five times a game, I can just call uh, twenty-three or whatever six if he changes to Bill Russell's number next year, which is one of the dumbest statements I've ever heard. I... That's simple. Michael Jordan is the greatest player, so I want I want don't wanna disrespect him by wearing his jersey number. I'm gonna switch to six. Bill Russell, the guy with eleven fucking championships, <laughs> that played on the greatest, one of the greatest Celtics teams of all time. Uh, yeah, so I'm just gonna switch to that number because no one cares about six. Like, What the fuck, LeBron? Anyway, anyway, all I'm saying is this: it's gotta be hard to coach LeBron because he's so talented. What what kind of plays do you really need to work on? There's the throw the alley oop play to LeBron. Uh-huh. There's the here you go, LeBron, shoot the three. There's the go ahead and drive and kick that thing out. Like there's, there's like three plays you can run with LeBron on the court, man. So I don't know. I don't I don't know that I can say that he's a bad coach, it's just that I think as talented as LeBron is, he's hard to coach. It's like if Lamar Odom was actually good. Well, he's so unique. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. nobody like
2: him out there. That's I mean, true. you know, MJ was unique, but the system that he was in, with the triangle, he was like, you have to share the ball. Yeah. You know, you share the ball, you're going to get your anyway in the flow of the game.
3: I don't know if Brown's is as strong as Bill Jackson is. Right. Yeah, definitely, man. And, I mean... Part of the deal with anybody on that Cavs team is, can you be cool with LeBron? Yeah, yeah. Like if that's your resume, man. The number one goal is, hey, I need to be cool with LeBron and things will work out because he's the Le, Cleveland wants to make LeBron happy. Andy Verigal has a, a big ass contract because him and LeBron are tight. Because you can't convince me that LeBron really was like, we need Andy. It's got to be like, oh, we went to the club, man. Bring him you know, like like, out. Bring him out. He's cool, dude. Bring out. It's, <laughs> it's got to be something else. <laughs> Dave Berkeley asked, do you think the LeBron can pose a legitimate threat to win it all? Like, he's Mike Brown favorite one-on-five offense, even with more weapons at his disposal. Kind of just answered that. Um, but I will throw in, I do think they can win it all. I think they are the favorite. Yeah. If they don't win, they choke. It's, yeah, that's true. They're that much better. They have the best player in the NBA, and I'm the biggest Kobe fan most people know. LeBron is the best player in the NBA right now. And... I think Kobe wants it more. LeBron is better. You know? if they meet LA in the final somehow and they don't win, that's a failure. They're, LeBron's got to own that. So I don't, I don't know anyone to look I mean, yeah,
2: Especially Kobe. You know, you know, yeah, they're definitely, definitely not playing very well. I think, I think the Cavaliers are the
3: favorite. They gotta be right. I mean, I don't, and there's, there's no more like, oh, team team's full of scrubs. You get Shaq, you got Jameson. You didn't lose anybody that you wanted. Yeah. So, uh, come on. You, you were—you should have been in the final last year, but you just got a horrible matchup against Orlando. Yeah. There's, if you don't win it this year, that's your fault. Like. So, yeah, they should win the title. Um, my man GQ, who was a guest on the podcast, uh, maybe uh, two weeks ago, I think. Um, all right, he was, uh, he was in here, and uh, he left a, a note on Facebook, and he wants to know, if Dirk Nowitzki. This generation is Kevin McHale. Um, I don't think so. I think, and I, I know this is blasphemy to say about anybody that played before 1990, but all these old motherfuckers ain't good, man. Like, don't just hop on their dick just because we grew up watching them. That just because Kevin McHale played in a different era doesn't make him better than Dirk Nowitzki. That's true. Dirk Nowitzki is just better than him. He can he do more shit. Least, than, man. He can do more shit than Kevin yeah, McHale. Yes, except, except he doesn't hurt people. Out, That's it. Like I, would rather have him shooting the open three. I'd rather have bring him bring the ball up court. I'd rather bring have him post up at the top of the key. I'd rather have him do everything except bring deliver a flagrant foul and possibly pass the ball. Maybe McHale can pass that. But did you know Dirk only averages like one turnover a game? Yeah. Wow. He's yeah. dribble. He's fucking sick. We we've seen him in person before. Yes, he is a beast, man. You look up at he is a score box player. You look at the score box and you go, Dirk got 38, because it doesn't seem like he touched the ball more than like eight times, and you don't remember him really hitting like any crazy shots. It's just the same. Fucking shots, over and, and over, end, man. <laughs> and every time it's like, that's a tough shot. Oh, yeah. oh that's good D. Oh, good shot. I, I like Kevin McHale. I mean, he's, I I get that he's a legend, but come on, right. my man GQ, he, he's always cool like that. I mean. He respects the old school more, than, maybe more than I I'm sorry, Kevin McHale, that's not even close. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, and then on this on this comment, Chris commented on Facebook about like he kind of like gave his opinion right away, which which is the same as mine, which is Kevin McHale. No, give me dirt, give me dirt over Kevin McHale. Yes, and I, I just I was making a joke. I was just like, don't give away the show for free, Chris. We don't give away the show for free. <laughs> no, you got to listen. <laughs> then today, when I was doing the notes for the podcast, I was like, wait a minute, we do give this shit away for free. <laughs> That's exactly what we do. What was I saying? This is like, what are you going to not listen to the podcast now and I'm going to lose some money? It's free. What the fuck? Anyway. Um, we ain't got no sponsors yet. My <laughs> man um, Matthew Powell says, uh, just a thought, Kevin Durant and Ron Artest, silent Killer versus Toughest Um I don't know if... Uh, I, once again, it's not really a question. Right? Um, <laughs> I put Skinny Dude versus Crazy as Hell. Um, because... <laughs> That's really more of an accurate description of it. And um, if he's just saying who's going to win that matchup, Kevin Durant. I mean, yeah. he's probably the... Not probably. He's the best scorer yes. in the NBA. Like, just scorer, not yes. player. Just putting the ball tough. in the bucket, whether it's on the free-throw line, three-point line,
1: inside yes. the paint,
3: or um, even at, like, mid-range. It's fucking better than everybody. He yes. should score on our test. It's just going to have to be like it was yesterday, where Ron Artest says, ironically, I held Kevin Durant to 32 or whatever. Like That's going to be a good night for, for <laughs> Ron Artest.
2: Yes, I guess we <laughs> average 45 to 50. Yeah, 32 is great.
3: <laughs> yeah, you're like he didn't get 50 on me. Like, that's <laughs> yes. really going to be the. Kevin Durant is going to win that matchup. And Ron Artest, I mean, everything he scores is kind of a luxury because he's off.
2: Oh
3: five points he only scored five points. Yeah. And and it wasn't cause he wasn't shooting.
2: Right.
3: He was shooting he was shooting like uh, Marvin Harrison at the car wash, dude. He, <laughs> he was he was letting him go and he didn't and he wasn't hitting connecting <laughs> or anything. Um my man Terran Love asked uh, Do I think basketball wives, this T V show on VH1, will affect the league as they <laughs> as as they get worried about the fallout. Um, I don't think. Have you watched any of Basketball Wilds? Right. No. You got a kid, you got better shit to do. I'm <laughs> not clear. And I feel bad that I even got sucked into this fucking show. Yes. No, you don't. You love it it was not on purpose <laughs> it, <laughs> was, it wasn't. It was you not on mean, purpose Come on, on. Rod. Right. We no.
2: We all know you like the reality
3: shows. Only Only ones I like, Um, I used to like The Real World a lot. I used to watch it every year, right? But I had to stop. I'm done yeah, yeah, with The Real terrible. World. terrible. I'm only on Jersey Shore now. Yeah, that's Michelle, right? That's Scott, right though. <laughs> yeah, which is, yeah, which is horrible, right? Which is horrible. It's not good. I'm not defending these TV shows. No, but this was literally a show where I was like, I think I was looking at my Twitter timeline, and people were just like, "Can't believe she has that on." So and so songs. I was like, "What the fuck are y'all talking about?" Put it on VH1. I put it on. and It's like, oh, that, that's what y'all talking about. <laughs> There's a bunch of groovies with their own TV shows, and like ex NBA players are like Eric Williams, who sucked and was ugly. Um, I don't, I haven't seen Eric Williams on TV since uh, he uh, tried to take Castle, Race Gold and fought Man in Arms, tried to kill He Man. Um, so, but um, Eric Williams is on there, and um, Matt Barnes of all people, Matt Barnes, yeah, has his actual fiance hanging out on the show. I, I guess I should. Anyway, the show is Shawnee on O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal's soon-to-be ex-wife. Yeah. She has her own show. but She invited the other um, groupies. Oh, wait, I mean, NBA Housewives, or whatever they're called, Basketball Wives. She invited the other ladies who are dating NBA players, or have dated them, on the show. problem with the show, there's one wife on the fucking show. Yeah, everybody else is like a girlfriend, or... What about Doug Christie? No, she wouldn't be here. Doug Christie would not get anywhere close to another one, like... Doug Christie, as far as Doug Christie and his wife, as far as they're concerned, the only two people in the world. And the older I get, the more I think she had it right. Like, the more shit you see people get into, you're like, really, Tiger? Thirty white women? <laughs> maybe, maybe Jackie Christie was right. <laughs> She's crazy as hell, but maybe she was right. Maybe I was tripping. But um, so it, yeah, so there's like Eric Williams, uh, wife who they're having problems, about to get divorced. He's the, when he was on the show, he's telling her like, so I'm. This is just my lifestyle, baby. You know, I got to get whatever I can get on the road. I mean, when I'm at home, I'm at home. But, like, Eric ugly-ass fucking Williams, really? Is that the dude that had interpretation at the bottom of the screen? Yeah, Eric Williams ah! talks. He talks so terrible. They had to put captions terrible. at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. He just talks terrible. Like, they had to put a caption at the fucking bottom of the screen. I mean,
2: caption, interpretation.
3: This thing works. <laughs> it, might well, it might as well yeah, be <laughs> He was basically speaking creole and um so yeah so he's that fucking ignorant then his uh ex-wife or whatever she's uh she got an argument about whether she was phony or not she has violet contacts and she's dark as karen shorts she she's yeah yeah um yes you're a phony yes your hair isn't yours your eyes aren't yours. Those titties aren't yours. <laughs> you are phony. I think that lady was just being accurate, not necessarily condescending. Um, but uh, and then Dwight Howard's uh, ex—not even his baby son. mama. Yeah, literally his baby yes. mama, uh, who he went to court with, and made sure that she cannot mention his name or the Superman or show his kid or anything, right? But what she can say is, and this is her resume, literally on the show, dated many NBA players, danced for several NBA teams. So by, by effectively keeping her from saying his name, he basically has made her look like a hoe. So it's like, so it's like Dwight Howard was dating this hoe, and now she like her. The main two clips we've seen with her is she was dancing at some sort of shake off that. Terrell yes. Owens was invited too, and Ludacris was there. Yeah, Ludacris, and she hopped on the stage, starts dancing, pulls her shorts down, shows her like bikini bottom, and it's just like cheeks everywhere. Then, yes, it was terrible. They went to a club last week, and for someone's birthday party, she yeah. shows up late, and then performs this like raunchy dance with all these chicks as like her birthday present to the other girl. And it's just like the white man, you look like a sucker, man.
2: <laughs> What about Dirk's girlfriend? Is
3: he oh, guy? no. I don't think she can legally be around no. anyone. Anyway. Isn't she in prison? Like I, She's like a thief come and on, shit. Come on, it's reality TV.
2: Just go to prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cameras everywhere. The <There's>
3: season's <laughs> only two episodes yeah. in. They so got internet too, out. hey. Yeah, maybe they go visit the girl in prison. They may. And um, the last question was that, that sports babe asking about Paul Pierce's play acting. We already talked about that shit. So, um, all right, man. Let's do... A little bit of this news shit and we will get out of here. I was gonna I was gonna go into a lot of these like talking points but me and Karen be by itself. Like I said, Chris lives like an hour away and he has a baby and you know, we got the NBA shit out of the way, so um but uh alright, so let's get into some news articles and we'll get out of here. John Peake dies after Willie Ben stunt goes on. Oh. Mm. To his mates, this must be from Australia. Anyway, to his I mates, know, right? John Pete was an extreme dude. And they, have, <laughs> they have extreme dude. <laughs> that's
2: like people uh, reading rap lyrics. Oh,
3: yeah. okay. <laughs> he was keeping it real. Like that's weird that like Too this rude. dude died and that's sad and like his family and friends read this article and the first couple of lines are just them fucking around. Like yeah, to his mates, he was extreme. Um, who loved a cold beer and a good laugh. He lived life to the limits and enjoyed surfing or skateboarding whenever he had the chance. So you know this is not going to end well. Um, So when seven mates lined two willy bins up at the top of a steep hill at 3 a.m. yesterday after a night of drinking.
0: Wow.
3: Like like I said, this is not ending well. Peak 22 was among them. He was laughing the whole way down. Friend David Gorell 21, told the Daily Telegraph. Our mate, he died laughing. (laughs) Peak... (laughs) <laughs> Peak of Yumina Never heard of that. Died when he hit a gutter, slammed headfirst into a tree while riding a willy bend oh. down a 300-meter uh, lane in Umina, Umina Beach. The quiet street is popular with with youngsters who test their courage by riding bicycles, scooters, and willy bins down the steep gradient. Police said that Mr. Peak. Who worked at the driller at the entrance was lying flat in the willie on the Willie band. His friend Sean Gale, nineteen, also of up, was lying on top of him. But, what? <laughs> well, that is a detail I would like to know how the fuck that happened. all you know you know right the Yeah. <laughs> oh, rest in peace. Oh, um, but yeah, man, that's crazy, man. I, what is what is that shit? Um, another young man who wrote a second band alone. Survived the steep descent, only realized his mates had crashed when he reached the bottom of the hill without them. Uh, his friends tried desperately to revive him at the scene. He was pronounced dead a short time later at the hospital. Suffered, uh, Mr. Gale suffered broken ribs and other internal injuries. That's the dude that was on top of him, so. Wow. Literally, they must have both been in the same fucking bed. They may have, must have. That is, that's not only, really? that's kind of gay, dude. Like, <laughs> not only are y'all drunk, but he, so, obviously, it's probably some white dudes, but, like, not only are you drunk, but you want to do some of the gayest shit ever and, like, pile into this tiny garbage bin and go down a hill together? What a terrible way to be... I do not want to die with some dude laying on top of me <laughs> while I fucking, like, suffocate to death of my own blood.
2: Can you imagine the
0: obituary of that one? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a
3: close casting a funeral. I'm yeah. just letting everybody know. <laughs> I don't want that guy giving the speech at my funeral. No, he will not. I yeah. promise. He died with me on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> but, alright. So, um, this article... We talked about the Double Down a couple of episodes back. But, yes. Um, Double Down yeah. is established from KFC. Yeah. You said, they've been plugging this fucking commercial oh, on the playoffs. Every,
1: every five minutes.
3: Yes. Uh, sometimes... I love the NBA playoffs, but... Sometimes I think they're fucking with us, cause I mean they know we're watching this shit. Can the NBA only afford to run three different commercials? Can we get some a mix up of between them? Uh, if I see this commercial one more time, anyway. Uh, you know what comes on the side of a double down or KFC's disgusting new pile of crap? Man, this article is <laughs> straightforward, <laughs> ain't I it? Mean, this is a little biased. <laughs> a hot bag of lies. <laughs> i oh. use that all the time. Hot bag <laughs> of lies. Hot bag of lies. That's not like something my old black lady said in church. Like, I know, is, right? The devil is alive. Mm hmm. A hot bag of lies.
2: Mm hmm. You don't want that girl.
3: <laughs> oh man. When I go order one of these, I think I'm going to order it with a bag of lies. Um, and people are eating it up. There is no way it's 540 calories and 32 grams of fat. Exclamation mark. By our, or maybe I should. There's no way. <laughs> um, by our calculations, it's at least 1,190 calories and 86 grams of fat. Damn. Oh Jesus!
2: Oh, that's a heart attack. Uh, that is oh, awful. That-
3: that's more than a whole day That's
2: like two days worth of food <laughs> Good God In one setting Oh my Don't God Don't get no fries You got about four 5,000
1: calories People
3: people in like Somalia are starving yeah. And we are fucking They're going into sugar comas Oh my God and we're, They can feed
2: the people Out there for three weeks you
3: <laughs> <laughs> We should like Fucking Just let them watch The NBA playoffs In Somalia And see what they think About these commercials When they see like Oh look at this man this, They replaced the chicken The bread with chicken we're just fucking full of food over here. And I have to go hunt mine. What is going on here? All right. So they did the math down below, right? Oh, that's terrible. Two fried chicken breasts at 360 calories, 21 grams of fat each comes at 720 calories and 42 grams of fat. So right there, that is over what the fuck they said is in it immediately. This is before adding anything else. So then they their numbers then that's
2: not how do you get these skewed numbers like
3: maybe they were rounding down I don't know <laughs> wow they're like well no one's gonna finish this right <laughs> this is ridiculous no one's gonna eat more than half this sandwich just put half the calories and we'll stick there all right um, two one ounce slices of Monterey Jack and Pepper Jack cheese at a hundred calories nine grams of fat each comes to two hundred calories 8, eighteen grams of fat one squirt of sauce. Colonel's Secret special sauce which that that alone was enough for me to be like really? I'm, enough no um, I, li- I'm not joking I've eaten a salad every single day for lunch since the Doe Down came out I'm not that's not a joke I literally was like not no it's me, time it's too much if this is what America's coming to fuck it man I'm going back to the old days um, alright so um, you get the special sauce for 100 calories um, 10 grams of fat then you get two strips of bacon. That's seven calories, six grams of fat, and there you go. It's eleven ninety. So everybody that's defending that shit is like, it's not bad as a Big Mac. No, you're right. It's worse. Get the whole Big Mac meal and a Coke, and you'll and supersize it, and you might be up to one double down sandwich. Wow. All right. Um, two more articles. And we're out of here. DC carjacking victim immediately recognizes teen suspect. <laughs> I'm not even gonna play guess the race on this. One. Uh, Woodrow Wilson High School. Oh man, that sounds like a black high school. Woodrow Wilson High School student accused of carjacking his own teacher. Didn't realize it until he. What? <laughs> oh. Oh. <that's terrible. laughs> I should I should probably read these things before we get on the air, but I I think it's funnier like this. Um, didn't realize it was her until he forced his way into her sport utility vehicle. The uh, Montgomery County Police said Tuesday, the student and his 25-year-old uncle (laughs) (laughs) had been been arrested in connection with Saturday's incident, according to police charging documents. It was a complete coincidence, uh, said Captain Paul Starks, a Montgomery police uh, spokesman. I wonder if he was like the angry black police captain that they have in every action movie? Mm -hmm. You're off the case! You're too close to this. Um, he didn't know it was his teacher until he, the crime started. Um, the new new details emerged Tuesday in the bizarre case, including the arrest of the uncle and a police account that the student greeted his teacher and that they spoke during the abduction.
0: <laughs> what the f? Oh, where did he go? What, what, what's up, Ms. Jackson? Yeah. Hey,
3: Ms. Jackson. Give me your purse. Do <laughs> you have your homework? Oh, you know you should. Uh, don't be late to class tomorrow because I'm calling the cops. Um, <laughs> how do you finish that fucking crime?
2: I have no idea. How do you have
3: the balls to be like,
2: yeah. hey, it just shows that that kid is committed.
3: Yeah. You know? I mean Maybe.
2: Yeah. I mean, once he gets a girlfriend, you know, she doesn't have to worry about anything. He's yeah. committed.
3: <laughs> She's like, this is the single greatest thing you've ever done and the worst at the same time. I hope it was a math teacher, man. That'd have been even worse. <laughs> how many crimes have you committed today? <laughs> <laughs> you know how much time you're criminal justice teacher. You know how know. much time you're gonna get for this? Um, Alright, so um The incident began at 3.30 a.m. Sunday When the school teacher was Inside a Park Saturn view In the Adams Morgan area Of, of the district What the fuck is your teacher doing <laughs> up at 3.30 a.m. On a Saturday? This teacher was getting it in, man Doing something Yeah, man, don't sleep on them teachers Maybe uh, Withers was right when he said that uh, Sex lives is teacher, nurse, and nun When he said the most Well Adams Morgan, that's the place to go out In that area
2: Oh, That's a big she,
3: place to go out. She's yeah. clubbing. Well, alright, so... um, She apparently holds a part-time job in that area, so she's probably a stripper. Because there's no other part-time job where you get off at 3.30 in the morning on a Saturday, except stripping. So, um, <laughs> from, from her left, a man approached over the driver's side the door and says, Move over, according to her charging documents. He did not show a weapon. Man, right there, you want to... I'd like to think that I would be like, really? Uh, you're gonna need to show me at least a gun or something, a knife dude. A, or a something. badge, like I can't be I telling mean, this story to people and going out like no bitch in my story to people. Like, what happened? He just said move I over. I mean, brass knuckle something. I mean, <laughs> and he meant business. It wasn't a polite move over. Like, hey, can you excuse me? It was a mean move over. Um from the victim's right, a teenager approached. The victim immediately recognized the second suspect. The teenager climbed into the back seat. His uncle identified police by Jeremiah Julie. Got behind the the wheel. The teachers man, not a lot of Jeremiah's left in the world these days. Um at twenty-five too, you think he would be like eighty. Yeah, that's the, an old name. The teacher slid over to the passenger seat and the trio headed north into Montgomery County. Julie drove to Wachovia ATM in Silver Spring, police said. Got out with the victim, forced her to withdraw money. The student apparently stayed in the SUV doing his homework. Julie then drove, <laughs> drove to the corner of Bell Free Road and Georgia Avenue in the Aspen Hill area where his nephew got out, according to police charging documents. situation became more valid after the student left the vehicle, police said. They drove to the 1430 block of Georgia Avenue near his home. He demanded a sexual act. According to charging documents, the victim refused. Physical struggle ensued. Maybe this is Ben Roethlisberger. You need to look into this. Uh, wow. Maybe we we'll us just buy a check and see if the police were like telling him. Maybe yeah. the student was Tiger Woods. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 it's
3: like That's two people that should not hang out together. No. Uh, the victim was able to get her, get her car keys out of the ignition and uh leave the SUV and flag down a passing vehicle according to police. It was then that she noticed that she had been stabbed twice. She was treated Damn. at a local medical facility and released. Damn, that dude was probably going to kill her. They typically don't identify sexual assault vehicles there. I'm um, victims there. <laughs> sexual assault vehicles. Hmm. <laughs> that is what that is. What Ben Roethlisberger drives, y'all. It's an SAV. Um, Although the chances of the student accidentally picking this teacher to rob might seem remote, the probability of it happening is higher when you, when you, than you might think, according to Mary W. Gray, chairwoman of the Department of Mathematics and Statistics at American <laughs> University. What the fuck? What, how is she an expert on anything? Well, you know, the probability of that is actually 1 in 12. So, let's not might get have, carried away. they not their students. It could have been an accident. Well, what does that matter? Um, Go outside your city. Yeah. So, basically it says the chances of somebody who, work, uh, who teaches at Wilson being at Adams Morgan that night would be higher than the general population because both the school and neighborhood are diverse environments. What fuck does that mean? And someone who is comfortable at Wilson would probably be comfortable at Adams Morgan. <laughs> this is such a bullshit interview person. Like, why didn't I get this part of the article? Like, oh, you know, that nigga look like he robs people, so... I'm just gonna say it's likely that she would get robbed. Anyway, fuck this artist. Um, <laughs> Next thing, Springfield man selling ad space on his urn. Right. <laughs> oh. Given just months to live, Aaron Jameson has set his mind on two missions. The first is to spread a message of hope. Jameson, who has terminal cancer, hands out purple bracelets that read "Cancer sucks, life is good, she's joy." Hmm, I like that. <laughs> the other mission That's is a hot bag of lies. <laughs> yes a that is bag of <laughs> I agree with you, now <laughs> the other mission is harder Jameson wants to pay for his cremation and urn costs before he dies so his wife Kristen won't have to worry about it his plan is to sell advertising space on two urns that will hold his ashes one for his wife and one for his parents I'm on a different chemo now said Jameson who was diagnosed with an aggressive form of colon cancer it has spread to his liver and lymph nodes if it works I got about 9 months if it doesn't work I've got 3 so I'm trying to get on the ball with the ad sales. Damn, there's a deadline for your ass, boy. Gotta <laughs> have to sell all this ad space by the time I die. Um the plan and his sense of humor are typical, Aaron says his wife and friends. The other when others might cry, the musician and comedian finds a way to laugh. She does quirky little things, and this is kinda him. At first she objected to the plan, but now she supports it. Asked her to marry me after 30 days article's all over the place. They're just throwing sentences together. This isn't even paragraph. Has, has he sold any space yet? Um, but hopefully we find out. <laughs> There's fucking <laughs> haku outer over here. Who knows what it's going to say next. Uh him to marry me after 30 days. Ads on earnings are no big deal after that. He said he is collecting disability but does not cover his monthly medical bills. He has a small life insurance policy but said it is not much to leave his wife. He had, so, he had so much concern for his wife that she was going to be able to handle this. Dustin Remington, Jameson's longtime friend and owner of Teresa's Th- place. What, what the f- This article is horribly edited. Uh, it's just an opportunity I was happy to be part of. Remington handed over a $100 check and signed a contract Monday. So I guess that guy's getting his ad on somebody's coffin, basically.
0: Um, Greg
3: Byerly, who owns Crybaby Inc., Crybaby Inc., also plans to buy ad space. A lot of plans. Get to spending the fucking money. This guy has three months to live. Let's not make plans. Let's write checks, people. Cash, preferably. Money. Good grief. What is? Hey, man, let's get on a installment plan. Can I, I'll give you $100 every uh, three months. Does that work for you? I hope that chemo works out for you, buddy. Um, and he plans to hand paint the ads on the two irons. And helps to raise $800 to pay for the wow. and Wow. Uh,
2: Hopefully, like, what Bill would, O'Reilly would do you know, You know what would be a really good, like, a really good advertisement out
3: there? A barbecue restaurant. Oh, yes. Because you already got the cremation going on. The barbecue. Yes. Uh, That's good. I mean, I would be hungry. And <laughs> hey, he's a comedian, <laughs> so even if it's not appropriate, it's funny, and nothing's wrong with it's funny. Um, and last thing. Police accused starter who didn't like Mother's discipline. Uh, hey, hey, LeClaire, Iowa, t- Twink. Uh, LeClaire, Iowa teen, is charged with first degree arson. Accused of setting her house on fire because she did not like her mother's discipline, could we say?
2: Huh?
3: Anissa Lynn Rain, 16, of. Uh, wow, they give her address. Why do they do I think that ought, be against, that ought to be against the law. To the house is burned down. down. It's not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, but still though, that ought to be against the law, man. Yeah, man. just can we link me to her Facebook page and um, what she's up to tonight? Um, lit a curtain at her house on fire with a lighter about 7.30 p.m. Monday. Her mother, an 18-month-old child, and her mute, invalid grandfather in the wheelchair were at home, according to court documents. Oh,
1: my. They were
3: not injured. Jesus. I think I've seen this movie. Isn't it called Firestarter? I don't know, but she needs her ass whooped. That was kind of where I thought this article would be going. i like, I'm sorry. You did not burn down my house that I paid for just because you pissed at me. Only kids who have not had an ass whooping think thoughts like, I don't like my mother's discipline. You get to think that when you're not scared of your parents. When you're scared of your fucking parents, you go, thank God she didn't kill me. And that is it. (laughs) Like, I'm going to lie still for the whole night and hope she doesn't come in. Um, The house was a complete loss, according to the police uh, chief. An investigator from the state fire marshal's office was at the scene Tuesday afternoon with the fire chief. Firefighters called to the house found a large amount of smoke with flames showing in one of the front windows, according to a news release. Uh, under our law, reign is automatically charges an adult. Wow, so that's like felony. Uh, she was transported transported to the Scott County Jail, where she is being held. The arson crime carries the possibility of 25 years behind bars. With um, firefighters were assisted on the scene by... Uh, the rest of this shit doesn't matter. They're just giving props to the firefighters. Thank you, firefighters. Y'all say this is not a limit. But, um, yeah, man. She just needs an asshole when I think. Or need it. It's too late. You know how they always say, like, well, if you don't, if you beat your kids when they're young,
2: and it's not they're going like to turn out we, to be
3: these, like, killers and no, shit like I, that.
2: People have gotten to the point that they cannot tell them between disciplining... And abuse. There is a difference. And it's not always laying your hands on a child to act disciplined. You can do timeout. It's other ways to let your child no, yeah. know that don't I have boundaries. Don't listen to her
3: people I've done the podcast. <laughs> no. Timeout does not work. I, I, don't, I don't even
2: spanking. it. Don't get me wrong. I don't but, remember
3: one timeout throughout my entire life. I remember every ass whooping. I ain't saying but, you but, need to wake but, out but the but ass you know whooping every night. Your parents have changed because your mama get Layla timeout. Layla's a girl, and me and Rodney were a badass boys. <laughs> and this girl is a badass girl. She's not, she's not like Layla. Layla is a fucking sweetheart. And you, yes, she is. She's smart. You can talk to her. And I don't know what Layla's like when she's bad because I leave. Like that's a, that's the luxury <laughs> she of not having kids. She's dibs. sweet
2: as gold. I can't wait to you guys have kids.
3: Yes. But the whole fucking like, my poor kids. We're gonna be talking about it across the podcast. Do you know what she did? <laughs> yeah, come in here and tell everybody what you did. But um, I, I, all I'm saying is this. A, ass, a preventive ass woman would have, would have saved this yes. because only kids who think they are equal to adults do shit like this. That's true. Because you, know? you think you have a fucking opinion and the heart of the matter is you don't get an opinion until you get a fucking job and get from under the roof. And you know what? She ought to be charged as an adult because you got a grandfather that was like hard of hand yeah. in a wheelchair that you could have killed yeah. because <laughs> you mad at your, to your mama. mama. And an 18, yeah, she's like the, grand, the granddad's like, it's it's eight, it's hot in here. <laughs> what's going on? And they're like, fire! Higher! <laughs> Wire! Turn my electrical blanket on, what's going on? Yeah, dude is in there. Like, she could have killed everybody. So. Yes. Anyway, uh, this has been another episode of the Black Out Test Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. I'm at
2: Um, Say that again, Pat is in DAT. And you're on. I am, but I never it. Yeah.
3: But either way, you know, thank you for coming, Chris. I enjoyed the NBA talk, man. Thanks for having me. um, You know, we'll have you back, man. Uh, Hopefully, when you get more time. I hate doing it this late at night, but, you know, second job is like that. But, um, oh, also, guys, check out the blog spot, www.theblackguywhotips.blogspot.com. And search for the podcast on iTunes. Leave us a nice review. Uh, Let us know what you think about it. And um, until next time, I love you. I love you, too. And we are out.
1: Girl, layer and a heartbreaker Lovemaker, backbreaker But then I made a mistake Yes, I fell in love with this ill chick Sweating me for money, my name in the dills, Nick My homebiz told me drop her Cause it would be to my benefit She used to say I'd better quit Hanging with those derelicts Romancing is my thing But I can swing with no scheming hoes Wherever my beamer goes You know that I'm driving Surviving in the 90s is a muscle I trust that everyone listen up As my vocals give thrust I bust my mom first Never chasing a score Do much work while other suckers need more time to rehearse Now back to the ex-girls, ex-lovers, ex-friends It made me mad to find that she was only after my ends She phones me and goes on about her new life now I wish she knew right now I think she's busted, let's discuss it When I was with her, no trust, just fights Just the he say, she say, and the neighborhood highlights Now I got my new girl, or as I say, my baby doll But still I'm getting crazy calls, my ex-girls got balls Don't wanna play the field, cause I get loving at home base Don't give me no long face, just exit with grace You and I are the past C'est la vie, much respect girl But now you're my ex girl Cause I'm on with the next girl Girls look so good Next Girls look so good Next Girls look so good So good Next Girls look so good Next Girls look so good Next Girls look so good So good She had much loot to buy me fresh dip gear like to have me near cause of my savoir fear the time we shared was brief cause i needed relief from a high class antics and all the conceit now she's crying wolf and i like don't want to hear that i told her the bare facts when things started out she whines and she pouts about how i did her bad yo but she tried to buy me even tempt me with the honey i fell for a sec cause the clothes were real